Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Welcome fellow mompreneurs and those who aspire to be. I had a great week this week and it's just getting busier as the month of May does its usual thing where it starts spinning out of control and getting crazy because all of the last-minute things that the teachers need to do to wrap up for the end of the year hit, and everybody's got 5,000 extra things they need to do, and that results in, you know, tons and tons of logistics for us moms who have to remember the purple T-shirt or to send in the money for the gift card or to sign the kid up for the thing that they have to do because everybody else is doing, and they don't want to be the only one not there, you know, all that kind of stuff which makes me a little crazy, got to tell you. So I was having some great conversations with some other mompreneurs this week when I had the opportunity to uh, lead a panel, to moderate a panel at um, the um, Startup Week Detroit that was being held right now in downtown. Hundreds and hundreds of workshops for entrepreneurs, all for free. Super amazing opportunity. So I was asked to moderate a panel for mompreneurs to have peer-to-peer conversations about how we do the stuff we do. How do we get things done? And, you know, all kinds of great conversations came out of that. Everything from the most basic of things that, you know, it may seem trivial to some, but it's huge to others. Like, seriously, how do you get a meal on the table when you are, you know, a healthy meal cooked, you know, for your family so that you don't have to do takeout all the time? Or so your kids aren't eating dry cereal out of the box, (laughs) as mine have been known to do. Um, How do you do that? And, you know, so the moms in the group were helping source that and give some answers and great ideas for that. And then other women were, you know, a little bit further along in their businesses and maybe were, you know, maybe a lot of, of us mompreneurs do start kind of as a grassroots sort of thing and a bootstrap sort of thing where we just, fund as we go along and we grow our business as we are able to based on our resources, which are usually completely us and maybe no outside help, maybe no outside funding, maybe no outside support of any kind, either for the family nor for the job. And that's what made me, this conversation that I was having with one particular woman um, is what made me decide to do this podcast today. Because the question of how do I know when it's time to hire help, you know, it's, it's like ridiculous. People will tell you all day long, oh, you need to hire help and you need to spend money on this and you need to, you know, you need to uh, allocate some resources for that. But I get it. At the end of the day, you're looking at the amount of money that you're bringing in, your income, and, you know, gross or net, and it looks like maybe it's not big enough to cover anything extra and that, for the time being, you're going to have to be stuck being the one who does it all. Well, yes and no. Um, There is definitely a lot to be said for bootstrapping and definitely a lot to be said for mompreneurs who know that, you know, their goal is keeping their family 
priority intact and that, you know, while, yes, if they had all unlimited amounts of time and if they had a nice source of funds allocated, if they wanted to get some investors or something, they could perhaps grow their business quite bigger, quite a lot bigger and quite faster, quite a bit faster than trying to do everything on their own. But the reality for so many of us is that that's not the case for us. We don't have unlimited time. Our time is very precious to us. And the amount of time that we spend on work is a certain amount of time that we are taking away from spending on our family. And that dichotomy is one that pushes us to really try to grow a business in a way that supports our family and doesn't make a sacrifice um, the good quality time and the good top priorities that we have when we say our family comes first. But a business has to grow. A business needs to grow. And the fact is there are different points in time, and this is something I was talking about with one of the women after the panel yesterday, there are different points in time where your business is going to need just more energy, more focus, more funds, more resources given to it because it's going to reach a certain point where it's either grow or stop, okay? Some businesses don't get to this for a long time. You can just A lot of services businesses can just keep going along. They, maybe they get busier for a while. Maybe they back off and get slower for a while, maybe a season, maybe a year, but it doesn't really matter because they don't have as much invested in things like supply chain management that will affect the profit or loss of the business and the ultimate health of the business in a way that someone who is selling products either in retail or online does have to manage. If you've got you know, resources that you're allocating to various members of the supply chain that are providing you the goods to make the things that you make and you're employing people to help make things and then you're employing people to help distribute those and you're paying costs to make sure that that all happens properly and is getting in the right packaging. Well, all of those costs are always still building up and there's a point where your business may need you to really put an influx of funds and focus on it so that it can grow. Otherwise, you're going to start kicking off customers and losing customers, and that can be very hard to come back from. So all of that said, that what I just described there, that moment where your business needs to grow is one of those times where it is time to hire help, okay? When you are managing to be successful at a certain level, but keeping up the pace of that success is now becoming too expensive, too difficult, too costly for you to keep going at the pace you're going. In fact, your business wants to grow. It doesn't need you to keep doing what you're doing. It needs you to do more than you've been doing. A lot of times this is a make it or break it point. And for the client that I was talking with, or not client, for the colleague I was talking with yesterday, that's exactly what she described. She's in a business where she is creating a product. The product has taken off. It's been wonderful for her. She's been so impressed with how well it has been received and excited for the growth that she's experienced. However, for her to keep going, she is just becoming a bottleneck. She's doing, her background is in finance, and she's doing all of the marketing. She's doing all of the hiring of the vendors and managing the people who are creating the project for her, or the product for her. She's handling all of the sales and all of the invoicing and bookkeeping and back end. She's doing every single bit of it herself. 
She neither has a degree or expertise in this. She's had to learn it all on the job, and she's smart, so of course she did. She did learn it, and she's been doing great at it. But for her to continue, she is absolutely turning this business into a bottleneck, and it's going to, frankly, probably stall and go under if she does not manage to get through this next phase of growth, okay? That is absolutely the time when I would coach you to go hire help. Yes, it's going to cost more money. Yes, it's going to cost more resources. Yes, it's going to be another piece of this growing business that just like the toddler that turns into a teenager, we have to learn to give up some control over, okay? And that can be very scary. If you've been doing everything yourself, it can be so hard to let go of some pieces of your business and allow someone else to do it. I get that. And we've talked about it before on the show a lot of times. But the, the way you decide this comes down to you figuring out what your priorities are at that point. Do you want the business to grow? Do you need the business to grow? Do you need more money? Um, do you, or do you need a better quality of life? You know, do you, I have some clients that are running one of the um, daily method studios that I work with, and their big goal is, you know, they've been working together in the studio for a year, and they're working, you know, 8 to 12 hours a day in the business, and it's been going well. You know, first year requires a lot of work. But what they realize is that they can't keep up this pace if they want to start a family, which they very much do. And they're going to have to figure out how to make some time in their schedule where they both don't always spend their time working and not being together. And furthermore, making space for not just for them to have that, you know, the relationship that they want to have outside of work, but also making space to have that baby, which is going to take up a ton of their time and space when it comes eventually, right? So you want to consider when you're thinking about whether or not to to hire somebody, you want to think about how will hiring them serve your priorities, right? If you need to make more money, if you need that business to grow and you're you're at that crucial point where you've become the bottleneck and if you don't let go, if you don't open up, the business is going to stall and, and or fall apart, then yeah, it's time to add on some resources. Even if it costs money, it will save you money in the long run because it's going to allow you to do more than you can currently do today. And if that's one of your goals, that should be a driving factor. If the quality of life is a driving factor, if you like these, the couple that I'm talking about, if you want to start a family, yeah, it might be time to hire someone so that you can train these people, these extra staff to start taking over some of the work you've been doing so that you can get out of the studio or out of your business and manage the things that matter but leave the rest of it to someone else so that you do have more free time away from work. You get to grow the business. It gets to grow without you. But you train some people to manage the pieces that do not need you to do them so that you get more free time and more quality time outside of your work. Those are two really good reasons to hire someone, okay? And I just, I'm just going to leave it there for those two. Now, it's just because I, mean, I could give a whole bunch of others, but <laughs> those, are, those are two really big ones. Now, it's not necessarily the best idea to hire someone if you are just starting out and if your goal is you've absolutely got to spend as little money as possible. And I, I feel like that's obvious, but the fact is that is the nature of so many business owners I work with. 
you know, even if you have made an investment of, I don't know, $5,000, $10,000, $30,000 to start up your business, you may feel that that's just all you can manage in the first year. And I get that. And, and realistically, the first year of a startup often looks like sacrifice. <laughs> it doesn't look like, you know, the big ideal picture that you're growing towards. It looks like a little bit of craziness to get something up and running. And sometimes it is the right choice to minimize your costs and do as much as you possibly can yourself. Bonus, guys, is if the work that you're trying to do there is something that that is in your background, in your toolkit, or in your expertise. Case in point, another um, another studio owner I'm working with has a background in marketing and consulting, and that helps her tremendously as she prepares the marketing campaigns that she's you know, using to get her new members in the door, to get her new clients and customers, which is great, right? Like she knows how to study the spreadsheets and see which um, marketing strategies are triggering the right sales responses that she's looking for, and she can adjust her path accordingly. Well, that's something that, you know, quite frankly, I have a lot of my clients hire out, uh, to, I have them hire out marketing help because that's one of the things that it must be done well and it must be done consistently. And if you're a business owner and you don't have that background and you're not trained in that, you might take your eye off the ball, you might not make it the priority that it needs to be, or you just might not be able to do it as well as it needs to be done because you don't have the skill set. This studio owner does. So that's the sort of thing I'm like, okay, great. Well, that's handled. You don't need to hire that out, (laughs) right? So it is hard to decide, but just take a look at your goals. Look at your circumstances and evaluate your priorities. How does your, how do your priorities make you choose whether to hire help or not? Will hiring help serve your greatest goal and your top priorities, or will it interfere with that? That is the first step in answering that question. And I get it, guys. I know it's a lot trickier than that sometimes. But that's where I would start. And then, again, take a look and see if you have the skill set required to do the job. If you don't, <laughs> big hint probably a good idea to hire that one out, okay? You've got a lot of jobs and a lot of roles and hats to wear as a business owner, so don't make the mistake of taking on too much and not doing any of them well. All right, that is it for today. Have a lovely Memorial Day weekend if you are practicing that sort of thing over in the States. I know my Canadian friends just had their long weekend last weekend. Yay, you guys. But, uh, yeah, I will be back next week, and I look forward to chatting with you then. Until then, take care. Thank you.